This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, Voice of Hope. Dear friend, today's program was made with you in mind. We have for you the heart of the church, pillow talk, good music, and present truth. Please stay with us. It's time for the segment, The Heart of the Church. Hello, our friend out there. You're welcome once again to your most inspiring program, The Heart of the Church. And today we're looking at understanding the Bible in faith. You know, this whole season for the quarter, we are looking at interpreting the Word of God. And we want to make sure we do it right. And so we are here in the studio with our friends once again to help us uh, make justice to this study. Uh, on my far right, Frank Pokuboyan. And to my left here, we welcome once again. Now, we'll be looking at understanding the Bible in faith. And as we do so, we'll ask our brother Frank to pray with us as we begin the lesson. Shall we pray? Oh God, our King, we come before you, asking you to grant us understanding in this period of study in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, most Christians know faith and uh, the correlation it has with Hebrews 11. Uh, Frank, what is understanding the Bible in faith, not just understanding the Bible? Understanding the Bible in faith. It's just like you learning an instrument or learning some activity. If you just learn it for learning sake, you may like you are likely not to get it. But if you develop love for that activity and you see it as part of your life, you are easily able to learn that activity. And not just learning, but you also make it practical because you have more or less acted with love for that very activity. So when we want to understand the Bible, we should develop love for the Bible. We should not just develop, uh, look at the Bible with doubt and skepticism. If you do that, you will not be able to understand the scripture very well. Thank you so much. Understanding scripture is very important and key to our Christian life. He's talking about making us understand it in faith. What do you also say with this understanding the scripture in faith? Faith has a lot to do with how we understand the scriptures our brother has already given us. You see, from Hebrews 11.3, we are told that by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Our very existence, the visible things we see around us, were not framed by human hands. And this divine power we cannot touch we cannot see but we accept it we know this it exists by faith and if our exact uh, existence we accept it with our world based on faith then we can also choose to love mm -hmm. it as yes. he, he, he yeah. says so, so he really put that sorry if i did cut you in but he really put that point love uh, more or less like correlating with the faith aspect uh, is it possible we can we can we as christians today we we try to understand the bible without that love aspect in quotes you know the scripture has told us that without faith it is impossible to please god mm -hmm. 
So if you want to understand the scripture, of course, you have to have faith in the scripture itself. Because we know that it is the the scripture is supreme. Mm-hmm. It is the authoritative source. And again, it is the infallible revelation of the will of God. So if you don't believe in this, if you don't believe in this, how will you actually understand it? Okay. And that is why faith is very important. And then let me quickly yeah, add this. Uh, some people sometimes, though regrettably, say that the Bible is more or less a sleeping pill to them. Mm-hmm. Because yes, whenever they want to sleep and they cannot mm-hmm. sleep, you pick the Bible and read and then it's, it it's, uh, initiates you into mm-hmm. sleeping. It is because, yes, we, we pick it as what any other book. Some just take it as a storybook and then without that inspiration, you cannot understand it. So you have to have faith before you can accept whatever is written in there. That is when you can see reflections of its impact in your life. So, you know, I was coming to you to ask you, what do you think we Christians now today are going to miss with that approach of coming to the scripture without faith? We come to it in an approach of not having faith, but we read it every day in church, at home. What is that tendency? We will miss its transforming power. We will miss its transforming power. That is beautifully put. Anything to add to that? What are we missing if we don't come to God's word with faith? We will not actually understand our foundation as Christians. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much uh, for that insight. And so soon we are at the end of another uh, interesting study. Uh, we are so pleased that you are with us daily to study God's word. We have looked at the understanding the Bible in faith. And we will urge you that whenever you take the Bible to read, please do so in faith. We'll ask Gloria to close us with prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you for making us aware that we need faith into understanding your words. Please grant us this faith that we lack so much in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And to look more at this aspect of faith and the whole entire scripture, we'll come tomorrow and do a summary of all that we've been going through so far. And we believe our friend, you'll be with us to go through this study and it will impact upon your life. Until we do so, our cherished friend, please stay blessed. Next segment is Pillow Talk. Hello, listener. This is Pillow Talk. Today, we are going to have a discussion on submission. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21 and 22, the Bible says that every woman, every wife should submit herself to the husband. I have with me a panel that are going to help us to elaborate more about what submission is. I'm your regular host, Antoinette Amwaku. I have here with me Lydia Abrefizia and Florence Okay. I've already mentioned that we are going to discuss about submission. Angelina, please, what can you say about submission? Thank you. Going to come. Submission does abiding by rules and regulations in 
the society, in the house, but wherever you find yourself. So, abiding by those things, it means you are being submissive to the authority. Okay. All right. And then to add to that, that's to accept when you are able to accept all rules and regulations and to ensure that there is peace. Okay. That's go by submission. Okay. I also believe in um, putting the interest of the superior person ahead of yours. Okay. Um, for example, if you are in a relationship and as he said, the Bible says wives should submit to their husband. Okay. If you submit to your husband, it doesn't mean he is Lord and you should bow down, but rather you put his interest first before yours. Okay. So what are some of the features of being a submitted submissive wife? Yes. Yeah. Angie. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> A wife who submits to the husband is not a nagger. Yes, the person doesn't nag. Anything, she finds time to inquire and find out before she talks. The submissive wife doesn't talk too much. She is a listener, not a talker. Always wants to listen more than talking. So that means that when supposing uh, your husband or your partner, um, the contribution that he makes at home, is not anything that you have to write home with. You, because the Bible has said it, that means that you have to be so submissive and be going along his way so that things in the home Never. will be no. not be pleasing. Case. You know, when the Bible talks about submission, mm -hmm. it doesn't say you should be into as a quote and uncle, you should mm. be a fool or you should accept whatever comes your way. No. Okay. When you are submissive, you think of the interest of that person. You think of the well-being of the entire family. So that even if he says something which you think is not right, you don't just accept it. But you have a, your own way, a nice way of coming up with your idea in such a way that he will not be offended or none of the family members will be offended. But then you put up your version, which is the other way around. So you don't just accept anything because you are submissive. Madam Florence. Yeah, I wanted to add that in a nice way that to ensure total peace in the house, total harmony, you can submit. So when you submit, there will be total harmony, total peace in the home. I'm coming to you again, okay. uh, Madam Florence. Um, submission in relationship as a wife. Can we can we can we put it in another way, so that as a wife, your your work or your way of being so submissive to your family, your house or your wife and your husband, how 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 would that be? Well, I'm late in the house in the home. Just as mommy said that, you have to plan. Mm. You have to plan. You have to know much about your time too, so that your time will not affect the other person, mm. and your plan also will not affect the other person. Okay. So if that comes, then it ensures that there is peace. Just as I said, if 
you want to submit, you have to ensure it goes with peace in the house. Okay. Your husband can never be bored of when you are in your absence, that my wife is like this or that. When he or she is, when the husband is not having peace at the house. Sometimes when you tell your family that you are traveling, you see the kids are happy. Because hmm. they don't want to meet your presence in the house. So if I submit your wife, as we are saying, then there should be total peace in the house. And, the and your relationship should be affected with that peace as well. Yeah. The Bible also puts men at the forefront of everything. So come what may, women, we came after men. But it also doesn't mean that, as I said earlier, that you control to everything, whether good or bad. Or no. But we should also acknowledge that God gave them that position. Yes, we cannot overtake them. So we are partners. We are partners. Yes, we don't we have to go ahead of the man. That is what we should also do. Angie, do you have anything to add to what I have said? It's all kissing up. All right. Do we have any benefits of being submissive as wives in the home? What are the benefits? Angie? Let me she mentioned one. Yeah. <laughs> almost, said, almost, almost. There is peace always in the house. Yes. And more to the point, you are being loved yeah. by your partner okay. all the time, including your kids. When you have one, okay. they'll always love you because they always need peace therefore for the kids and also through that your kids will also emulate you wherever they go because you've started it already so they are going to follow your footsteps therefore it helps the kids to to be groomed through the mission all right and you know it doesn't only take place in the home yes when we go to society go out there in churches we are supposed to submit to what god tells us through our preachers through our pastors or our prophets or whatever so when you learn to be submissive, you obey rules and you don't have a problem. Yes. Wherever you go, whatever you are told to do, you know how to obey, when to do what, and doing it at the right time so that you don't have problem. Normally, those who are not submissive, when we start schooling, we end and then you see that they couldn't end with us or they ended with nothing good to write home okay. about. So if you are submissive, naturally, it, it, good things will come your way. Definitely, good things will come your way. And, and then, then to add to that, when you are submissive, eh, you'll be accepted in any society. People will love you, you'll be accepted, your kids, everybody around you will also be loved. Okay. More to the point, yeah. job opportunities is part okay. of it. You should be recommended by exactly. someone, someone who knows okay. who you are yes. and how, and how that is it to recommend you for. for okay, okay. So, from what you have said, it's miss. A typical reference to Proverbs chapter 31, verse 10 going, yeah. If you read all this verse up to the last, you realize that that wife, the woman of the house, people at the gate with the husband rather talk about the wife at home because of what she does yes. for the family yes. and does not bring disgrace to no. the husband. Yeah. But from this, let me ask this. There are other times probably you don't have assistance, like someone to help you, and you have to take care of the children, you have to do all the household chores and other things. So by the time you go to bed, you are almost worn out. And you know, at bedtime, too, so many things happen. So how do you relate yourself with your partner because of the situation you find yourself in before, uh, during the day? I remember 
Auntie Florence mentioned planning. Yes. Yes, you have to plan. Working mothers of today, we have limited time. But we still have to work within that limited time okay. to achieve all that we need to achieve. Okay. So it all boils down to planning. Okay. Because of the time, we will end here and continue next time. So thank you very much for all, your, all the contribution that you have made towards right. this okay. important topic. When we come your way next time, we will continue with the roles of being submissive. That's what you have to, the role you have to play at home and um, as a teacher, as a trader and the rest. Thank you for listening to us. Dear friend, we would like to receive your feedback. So call us on the number plus 233-50-15-6185. Plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine. You can also email us at the address Adventist World Radio GH at gmail.com. Adventist World Radio GH at gmail.com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS. 17564 Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. When I get excited and my heart's delighted and the spirit comes over me, I know there is no doubt you're gonna hear me shout, I'm feeling the victory. And if it bothers you, the word saying is true, you better come to your plans for heaven, cause I'll be there, shouting everywhere my sins have been forgiven. I'm gonna shout, shout what a day it's gonna be, gonna sing, 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 I'll sing the bass, we'll sing the harmony. Our fans walk down in the streets of gold, in the golden avenue. And clap my hands and praise the Lord and shout all over heaven. I'm gonna shout, shout what a day it's gonna be. Gonna sing, 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 oh, sing the bass. We'll sing the harmony. Our fans walk down in the streets of gold in the golden avenue. And clap my hands and praise the Lord and shout all over heaven. When I hear the word and my heart is still a tear, joy comes to my eyes. It doesn't bother me if the tears you see are happy, man am I. I know the Lord above is looking down in love, he's watching everything I do. And some sweet day I'll be shouting everywhere while sailing through the room. I'm gonna shout, shout all over heaven, what a day it's gonna be. Gonna sing, 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 I'll sing the bass. We'll sing the harmony. Our fans walk down in the streets of God in the golden avenue. And clap my hands and praise the Lord and shout all over heaven. I'm gonna shout, shout all over heaven. What a day it's gonna be. Gonna sing, 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 I'll sing the bass. We'll sing the harmony. Down in the streets of God in the Garden Avenue And clap my hands and praise the Lord and shout all over heaven I'm gonna shout all over heaven What a day it's gonna be We're gonna see, see.
We have another segment for you, and that is Present Truth. Saint of God, I bring you greetings from our dear Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to, in a very special way, welcome you to the Moment of Truth broadcast. God loves you so much that he always longs to come your way with messages of hope, words of encouragement, and words of life. I would want us to consider the subject, waiting on the Lord. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, want to thank you very much. want to bless and appreciate you because you are God. Even as you present your message to us this moment, want to ask that, Father, hide me behind the cross and let your hearers hear you speaking to them. We thank you for an answered prayer because we've asked in Jesus' name. Amen. Waiting on the Lord. No one likes to wait. But there are some instances in life, no matter what you do, you ought to wait. Especially when you get to traffic. No matter how much you might be in a hurry, you have no choice than to wait. Especially when the red light is on. As a farmer, the farmer has no choice than to wait for rains to come before he will be able to harvest his crops. When you go to the grocery store to buy something, when you are in the queue, you have no choice than to wait. Even though you might be so much in a hurry, you ought to wait. When you go to the hospital to meet a physician, when you are waiting to be seen, you have no choice than to, be, to wait, except that it is in the emergency. When you go to the church and service is done and you are filing out, you ought to wait before you'll be able to go. Most especially when the young wants to meet his or her lover, you have no choice than to wait. Even when you've seen the person you love so much, you ought to wait to go through all the rights before you be given the partner to be your wife. When a woman is waiting a child, the woman has no choice than to wait to go through all the process of pregnancy. Waiting is something that is so important. And as Christians, we ought to wait for the soon return of Jesus Christ. And that is why Psalm 27 verse 14 has this to say, wait on the Lord, be strong and let your heart take courage. Ye wait on the Lord. Friends of God, waiting on God is not something that we have to do while we get to wait for what we want. Waiting is a process of becoming what God wants us to be. What God does in us while we wait is as important as what it is we are waiting for. Waiting does not mean doing nothing. And that is what most of us feel. We feel that because we are waiting on the Lord, we will just wait without doing nothing. No. Those who wait are those who work because they know their work will not be in vain. Those who wait on God can go about their assigned task confidently that God will provide meaning and conclusions to their lives. And that is why I want you to understand that waiting is confident. Waiting is disciplined. Waiting is expectant. Waiting is active and sometimes painful clinging to God. Beloved, David understood from experience what it meant to wait on the Lord. He was anointed at 16, but he had to wait till 30 years before his dream would come true. And in between the time he was waiting, 
he had some unpleasant experiences. He was chased by a jealous king through the desert. And as we all know, that is King Saul. Again, as if that was not bad enough, he was chased by his own son, rebellious son, Absalom. Waiting on God is not easy, especially when you find ourselves in an era where prophets prophesy to us that when you become a Christian, all should go well for you. But I've come to assure you that so Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31 has this to say, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Waiting on the Lord is to experience the peace of God, his prosperity, and his power. You might be going through some challenges in life. I've come to assure you that wait on the Lord. God will never forget you. He will never forsake you because he knows what is best for you. And that is why I want you to pause and say, Father, I commit my life into your care because it is only you who can provide for me what I need from you. I humbly ask that may you allow God to lead you in all your endeavors. I remain God's humble servant, Daniel Oswansa. Amen. We would like to hear from you. So call us on the number plus 233-50-15-61-849. Plus 233-50-15-61-849. You can also email us at the address Adventist World Radio GH at gmail.com. Adventist World Radio GH at gmail.com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. All too soon, our time is up. But before I leave, remember, the world is coming to an end. And are you ready for eternal life? Or you are heading towards eternal damnation? Please be wise. Accept Christ into your life so that eternal life will be assured. For AWR Ghana, I am Belle. May God bless you. <laughs>